you it's like a little thumbnail and then you open it and it's like a naked dude like is like the rest of the picture so like imagine like imagine like you have like the the center of the picture and it's like just like the girl and then you open it and the rest of it is like a nude of like this guy yeah yeah i get that i've just never seen that phenomenon oh i've seen i've seen it in like wholesome ways where it's like open for a surprise surprise. and then it's like a dog it's gonna be like a swipe up for a surprise and it's gonna be like adventure spoilers yeah yeah anyway were you recording that don't put that on Chess talk, chess talk. Okay. <laughs> Welcome to Chess Talk episode 192. It's four of us this week. I don't know. boy. I don't know if Tyler's fun little fun fact made it into the cold open. What? Oh. Oh, I just. Your think... theory. Han Solo dies. Yeah. Oh, that's a spoiler. You can't do that. That's so Tyler's cool. here. It's not cool. It's uh, only been four years. Brittany's here. <laughs> that's like. I know it's less time, but it's like saying Kevin Spacey's Kaiser Sose at this point. Like, if you haven't seen what? it, fuck you. How dare you? Uh. <laughs> what? Was that, was that Tyler? That Tyler just know. had, like, no reaction. No. I thought you would react yeah. at, like a person to that, but never Me? mind. No, I agree with you. Okay. Oh, okay. You're right. Yeah, everybody knows. Yeah. 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 I was like, isn't that just kind of common knowledge at this point? Exactly. Mm. That's the point. Yeah. yeah. Uh, that's the joke yeah, absolutely no i uh, what cody's referring to is i think that i think that there's gonna be like a um, massive spy uh what am i saying a massive spy cyber kids. yes <laughs> a massive cyber spoiling of uh avengers endgame and i think it's just gonna be somebody like i don't know somebody's gonna just like tweet about like all the spoilers it's gonna go viral or something i don't know some people just want to watch the world burn I feel like it's going to happen. Just wait for it. Because Infinity War is too good. Nobody spoiled it. I remember. It was, it's the true. internet no was really good about not spoiling that movie. No one spoiled it. Real quick. I'm Cody. Rob's also remote. We're going to play chess and talk. No one really spoiled yeah. <laughs> yes. Infinity War, but I feel like memes started coming out very quickly. Yeah, but if like, you hadn't seen the movie, you wouldn't have gotten and, it. But I mean... To me, I don't have a very wide breadth of comic book knowledge. But I feel like as soon as it was announced, it was called Infinity War. Everyone was like, oh, it's going to have a snap. And I was like, what's the fucking snap? And everyone explained what happened in the comics. So, like, there was nothing to spoil because we all knew it was coming. Common knowledge at that point. It was just who is getting snapped was the thing. Whereas in this one, it's like we don't know where they're taking it. So there is, like, a lot of... uh, That's a spoil. Yeah. Three hours later, we'll find out. Two minutes. Those two minutes are going to matter. What are those bags? Are. The col- colostomy bags? Is that what they're called? What? Where you're like, you don't have to yeah. pee. Like, that's you can a just catheter. pee into the bag. A well, that's, a, that's like the tube, but like, there's like a bag. I think a it's bag. a catheter bag, isn't it? Does, oh, I, don't I don't think know. there's a bag. I, I don't know. I think the colostomy we is like need... for poop. Is it for poop? No, yeah, yeah, it's for your intestines. Okay. <laughs> well, so both. If, yeah, I was like, if you both. want to break that, Fuck. just be safe. Uh, if that's even a thought in your mind, I'm definitely waiting until this goes to Redbox. <laughs> I am not stepping foot in those theaters. I want to pause and All play my All I don't get is game. people doing like the double features uh, of yeah. Infinity War and then Endgame. I don't even want to think about that. Oh my god, no. It's like a it's like a thirty hour thing. Probably longer. <laughs> it, it, it's uh, like no, it's actually hours. almost it's almost two days. No, for that's all of the I was, all, of, all of the Marvel movies. Yeah. Oh, we said okay. we were just talking about a double feature. Infinity War, then Endgame. That's like six hours. 
But oh yeah, for all of them, yeah, it's like over 30 hours, I think. Mm-hmm. Listen, they're going to yeah. do... No, I think it's close to two days. What they should do... Because there's, tw- there's 22 films. Oh, and they're all like two hours. Yeah, you're right. It's absurd. Yeah. But what they should do is they should have one showing in every city of Endgame. That's it. After that, all the Marvel movies go in the Disney vault forever. <laughs> <laughs> Put it in the Disney vault. You won't do that. it, Mickey. Put it. They yeah. won't. They want that money. <laughs> no balls. Remember Mickey, the no Disney balls. vault? That was like so horrifying. Stupid. It's like you'd be in the grocery store and they have like a VHS of Lady and the Tramp, and you'd be like, "Mom, we have to get it now. It's going in the Disney it's vault." It's a great marketing thing, but yeah. Oh yeah. It's amazing. I love it. I want to. I want to write a paper about the Disney vault. About like how it's like a uh, like a it was like for a sociology class. Uh, <laughs> how it's just like a really fucked up marketing tool. It's like <laughs> and how like it could scarcity thing. Yeah, yeah. like artificial uh, supply. Speaking of the Disney Vault, uh, what do we, we want to talk about this week? Yeah, I was gonna say I was, this is <laughs> probably like the biggest tangent we've just started an episode on. Um, so we're gonna talk about another movie. We're gonna talk about us. I talked about that at the end of last week. We're gonna talk about some music, maybe. Let's talk about music real quick. And then we're going to talk about a uh, TV show. But yeah, you want to jump into music? Let's start it off easy. Do you want to get a lot of speed out of the way? Um, and then get into Geographer where more people can talk? Yeah. Cody, how did you feel about the new Law Dispute album, um, Panorama? I'm still figuring that out myself. Yeah. Because I've been listening to a lot to... Oh, I'm going to move in chest. I've been trying to figure out my thoughts on it, and I found myself kind of getting bored by some of it. I do like s- certain songs a lot. Like, certain songs, if I could pick them out, like, I think those are amazing songs. And it's just, like, those are 10 out of 10 songs. But then the whole album is just kind of, like, wishy-washy to me. Like, it feels like there's not much direction. And it's just kind of, like... It's really long. 40 minutes. Yeah. So, I mean, it's, like, a normal album. It's not a normal album. (laughs) I I think 40 40 minutes is a long time for them. I think 40 minutes is, like, standard. Yeah, I I just I don't know. I couldn't get into it. Full I disclosure. Yeah, I I, uh, I I did give it a shot. I'm sorry, Cody. In I, our defense, we disliked them before you existed mm-hmm. to us. So. Yeah. Well, yeah. We disliked them because of Kent. Yeah, mm-hmm. our friend. I ruined law dispute for us. <laughs> I take no personal offense to this. Okay. I know they're not everyone's thing. I just always like the. They're like red wine, like a deep dark red wine I like you this have comparison. to really like red wine <laughs> <laughs> yeah <laughs> i get it yeah it's not everyone's cup of wine but apparently uh, drinking a glass of it a day is good for your heart so let's do it up go uh, um that's what they say that's what they say but yeah um, I, I like the album from like a storytelling perspective and like the thoughts he put it to the album it's just in the presentation i just don't feel like it lands but again there's Fulton Street One, which is like their lead single, and Footsteps at the Pond. Definitely those two songs, I think, are the best songs on the album. So if anyone listening is going to try the album, listen to those two songs. And if those do anything for you, then try the rest. But I think those are the standout tracks. That's all I really got to say about Law Dispute. Yes. Did you listen to it, Brittany? I listened to it in the background noise when I would drive in the car with Cody. <laughs> That's it. So it's good driving music. I can say about Law Dispute is their instrumentals are very decent. It's the voice. 
That's how I feel about most. And, like I don't. I don't know exactly what genre you'd pin them down as. Because um, they're not metal. No, no, I wouldn't call they, them a metal band. They're like an alternative kind of like a they alternative sh- emo. They straddle yeah. between emo and post hardcore. That's what most of their fans yeah. like define them as. Just because the vocals can be so harsh, like yeah. that's where like it's iffy. I mean, all all that type of like you know those genres like they're not really my thing per se but like right. I, I really respect you know the instrumentation and the musicianship that really goes into it and like i can never really necessarily knock those genres to say they're meritless or anything yeah. because if, if, if anything i really respect what they put into it like as musicians so that's kind of where i stand on it yeah um, like even listening to what i did listen to of the uh, law dispute album i was like yeah these are you know pretty tight guitars and mm-hmm. Um, the, the production on Law Dispute stuff, like the the one thing I will say is that they really do have their own master of different dynamics to their sound, and they, they use that to a very dramatic effect. And I I do enjoy that. I do think they're really interesting in that respect. That being said, not 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 really my school of music. How dare you? I know. Give me that. Give me that me. seven out of ten rating, or you can get out. Seven and a half. I'll do you one better. I'll do you one half better. Yeah, a half better. I'll do you a half better. Um, yeah, so that's a lot of dispute. Brittany, what did you have loaded onto your iPod Shuffle this week? What's on the Zoom marketplace? Zoom? Yes. The, the Jet song that was in the iPod commercial years ago. I don't know how to. Uh, that was on your Zoom. He said you, iPod Shuffle. You first. blasphemer. iPod Shuffle. Remember those? No, I never had one. <laughs> My sister had iPod one. Shuffles? I had an iPod Nano. You didn't have an iPod Shuffle, Rob? You didn't know what that was? No. No, I knew what it was. What I was remember. that YouTube video where, like, somebody, it was, like, a couple, and then, like, the girl rushes out from the bathroom, and she's like, oh, it's it's a girl. And then the guy's like, what? You just peed on my iPod Shuffle. What? Is that like a commercial or is that like a? It was like a YouTube skit. video. Okay. okay, I was like, that's not a commercial. That's got to be. a Did sketch. I say commercial? Yeah. Oh. <laughs> I was sure like, that is not good marketing. Steve Jobs, <laughs> way off the acid. <laughs> the joke being the iPod Shuffle uh, original looked like, looked a, like fucking, a pregnancy test. Yes, a very small one. Just to explain that all to you. Oh, uh, I think I know what you're talking yeah. about. And it used to only hold like a hundred. The one songs. that wasn't the little square. The one that was like a yeah. fucking stick. It was just like a long USB stick. That's essentially what it looked like. Yeah, Brittany, what have you been listening to? Um, podcast. No. <laughs> oh um, my gosh. My not favorite band. One of my favorite bands, Geographer, put out a new EP album. He called it an album, but I think it's an EP. On I would Spotify, say. it's an album, but yeah, it's like an EP. It's like seven songs, and three of them are less than a hmm. minute. It's like twenty-five minutes total. Yeah. Um, EP, mini album, I don't know. It's music. It was okay. My yeah. The appeal of Geographer in the beginning to me was like his use of synthesizers and electronic sounds. And this one, I felt like had less of that. I think the quality is still there. It's just kind of, it was kind of boring. When you say he had less of that, what do you mean? Because I, when I listened to it, I thought it was really synthy. I thought it was oh, like... Really? I thought that as well, yeah. Yeah, I mean like... I didn't think I, so. I I didn't think it was anything like as melodic necessarily as other stuff that because uh, geographer is a, a man right it's yes. a yeah okay it's like a Trent Reznor type situation yeah, yeah. he's well, a guy yeah because I you know the, it's yeah okay so he he um I don't know I think a lot of like his earlier stuff is like a lot more melodic and everything yeah. and it really uses synthesizers I felt like this was a lot more atmospheric I didn't yeah, think there was I like could, less I get that. 
I think when I'm what I mean like by the electronic sound is like the melodic electronic sound where it's very sure. distinct and like a synth was like the lead part and yeah. like that stood out. Yeah, that was yeah. not necessarily this uh, project. Yeah, yeah but there why. was like that's what I meant. I get that. Yeah, it's just yeah, synthy like atmosphere. I, I think he has one of the better voices. He does have a really nice voice. He has a beautiful voice, and it yeah. sounds exactly the same live. It just wasn't my favorite thing, but I am glad it exists. Yeah. I think Hideout is my favorite song. Bad the with last. song names. What, what, what was that one like? It was like the like second to last song. Oh, yeah. That song was really cool. Yeah. What about everyone else? Uh, I, I thought it was pretty interesting because it really felt like he was telling a story, mm-hmm. both in like the song titles and just the feel of each song. Like the song "Now You Have to Stay Free," the huh. final song, it mm-hmm. just felt very like uplifting and just kind of like there wasn't many vocals and it was just like this kind of like climactic ending to this yeah. album. It kind of reminded me. You might be like, "Fuck that," disagree, okay. but um, how Milo's Iloto <laughs> ended with "Up with the Birds." Yeah, it kind of reminded me of that, but th- better executed. Okay. I see where you're coming from. Like, I do think that both projects were really like song cycles and that like they, they definitely had like a really coherent theme throughout the uh, throughout the album and uh, um, it, it kind of like used a lot of the same elements throughout. And like, I mean, like, I, I know that's like a lot of cases that's just an album, but yeah. like it reminded me of just like as being like a song cycle in the sense that like it kind of, yeah, it almost like told like a story mm-hmm. and it. Yeah, well, I, I I thought it was really cool. A lot of things were kind of like reoccurring there. Mm-hmm. I enjoyed listening to it. It's been a while since I've really dipped my toes into the uh, electro indie synth pop um, <laughs> pool. Mm-hmm. So it was nice. It's nice just to know that some of those guys are still out there making music. And mm-hmm. uh, there's a lot of indie music coming out this year. Interesting. Uh, Local Natives is putting out a new album. Okay. Vampire Weekend's putting out a new album. I've heard. That, that album is getting <gasps> so much hype. Did you not hear about that, Rob? I, I did not. I, I'm not into yeah, the scene he doesn't anymore, listen so. to music. Yeah. Uh, I, I listen to podcasts now. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> next level of yeah. music listening. Yeah, Vampire uh, Weekend's coming out with a double album this uh, year. What? So Foles has Foles. another album yeah. coming yeah. out this year, too. Foles. Fiddler had their album. Here. Yeah. Yeah. Um, um, Fiddler, Fiddler just had an album. Um, I've really got into Fiddler. Uh, Hearts is... Not Hearts. What am I saying? Stars? No. Uh, Charts? Horseshoes? Head in the heart. Oh. I was thinking of stars and I said heart. Gotta They're be real up. honest. I, did, I thought they disbanded. I did too. Yeah. Because the one of the guitarists is in rehab. Yeah. I did not think they were... Um... No, apparently they're putting out a new album. Okay. I saw them live one time. Did I ever tell you that? No. I uh, wish I saw them live. Sorry. It's okay. <laughs> um, yeah, there's a lot of indie music coming out this year. Did you have any standout tracks from the EP? Um, I thought it all, it's hard for me to say because I felt like it really blended together really well. It was I'm also really, horrible with song titles. It's a really so. quick listen. <laughs> yeah. Like, I would put it on at work, yeah. and then before I knew it, I'd be like, oh shit, this is the last yeah. song. Yeah. But I, for me, Stolen Liquor was kind of the standout track that was the nice. fourth song. I feel like that had the most, like, synth yeah. going on. Um, S- like, it had, like, a voice. lead. Yeah. I can't. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I know what you mean. Yeah. But yeah, it was fun. Had a really nice melodic lead. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was just fun. Yeah. yeah, I like that song the most. That's probably the one song that I would like take from this EP and like put it into a playlist. Yeah. Do you think this is the one that's gonna really put Geographer on the map? No. Probably not. <laughs> you, I can honestly like it? say like. Do you get it? Maps. Geographer on the map. Oh. 
<laughs> well, actually, it'd be a cartographer, but let's not need to talk about that. <laughs> oh, close enough. Listen, at least I didn't say geographer rocks, right? And you guys weren't like, you mean geology? Yeah. Yeah, we all would have jumped <laughs> it on wasn't the correction. That, it wasn't yeah. that far off. This. All right. Well, I'm, actually. I'm, I'm done with trying to make this a comedy yeah. podcast. Yeah. Nothing I've said has landed tonight, so let's. What would you rate it out of 10 maps? Probably, out of 10 garden states? I'd probably rate it. Um, I like a good like six you are here's, you know, oh, on a map Jesus when you like when you're at the mall. Um, I probably. Is it my turn? Uh, yes. Great. No. No. What the Cody? Hurry up. There you go. Uh, I probably, uh, I'd probably also give it like a six Zach Braffs out of ten. Um, <laughs> I just Garden State. Garden State. Yeah. It's called New Jersey. Because it's called New Jersey. The yeah. album's called New Jersey. I thought that was Zach Shepard. Yes. I see. Oh, Zach Braff. Zach Braff. <laughs> Man. I'd give it six out of ten because this is probably the first full album, whatever of geographers I really listened to, and it didn't like blow me away. But according to number one fan Brittany, it's because it's not a yeah, stellar it. album of his. So it's decent. Check yeah. out the earlier stuff. I think you might I recommend really Animal like Shapes. It. Doesn't everyone Animal recommend Shapes? That? <laughs> oh my god! There's only like six songs on that, it's, right? It's an EP. It's good. It's really good stuff. It's, every song is a banger. All bangers. Yeah, that's really good. I for, I forgot that's what that was called, but mm-hmm. now it's like, it's all coming back to me now. Yeah. What okay. would you rate it? Six and a half, seven. I'd listen to it again and again. Seven like, of Out ten. of ten cellos. Thank you. Was that it for music? Yes. Music time. Rob, did you listen to music this week? No. No. Okay. No. That's all, yeah. Do you want to talk about <laughs> Twilight Zone? <laughs> Ooh. Like you specifically, yeah. Rob, do you want to lead that since you haven't talked? Let's get into it, Rob. Tell me about. Yeah. No, I mean I don't want to lead it necessarily, but I didn't. No, I you're didn't leading it. it. Fuck. Okay. What did go. you find I'll in the Twilight the Zone? Uh, spoilers for the <laughs> first weird, episode weird of stuff. Twilight Zone. If you haven't watched it, it's on YouTube. Go ahead and watch it. Came out on April Fool's Day, which was kind of funny. Did it? Yeah. Yeah. Monday. Oh, nice. Okay. So they threw they, uh, CBS All Access. They had thrown up on their YouTube channel uh, a link to it. I was at work, and I'm like, all right. I'm sorry. I was working from home, but working. Uh, and I saw. I'm like, I'm gonna put it on this other t- on the screen and listen, listen slash watch this at work. It's got uh, what's his face, um, Camille Najani as the main character, as the uh, the comedian, and then you got uh, Tracy Morgan as I don't really know what kind of character he was. He was, he was like the Twilight Zone. He was in the no. I, wait, oh he was he was, he was like the MacGuffin kind of guy, like the weird, creepy shadow person. He was yeah yeah, just yeah. The, He was the so he was like the um he was like the devil because it was like yeah, a fa- that's that's what I thought it was like too. a Faustian type thing. It was like know? sell your soul, but yeah exactly. That's what I thought. Hella, yeah. Hella Faust. I actually made a note here. It says Hella Faust. Ooh. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't pick, I, I didn't specifically name it Faust. But I was like this guy is making a deal with a devil right. basically. So, yeah. And like I think they allude to that with like the vaping stuff. Oh my like, god. Yeah. Constantly. When I was watching it cuz again I took notes cuz I forget. I made a note that says um in all capitals is Tracy Morgan about to vape into another dimension. <laughs> <laughs> Show title. Uh, yeah. There you go. That was Oh my, and he perfect. kind of did. That like, He was doing like cut. some vape tricks. Yeah, like where he was talking, then it just cut and like vape was coming I out from his that. face. I, was I like, thought that was shit. really cool. That yeah. was really kind yeah. of like disjarring. I really liked that like effect. He was great. Tracy Morgan, yes, like kind of. I, I, I put a note that was like playing against type question mark because like he was playing a comedian, which is basically what he did on 30 Rock. But like, man, he was like evil. Evil, yeah. dude. Like and he was, wasn't. Like, well, he wasn't really evil though. Like, you know what I mean? Like, he just said, hey, you want these things, 
You got to give up something of your own. But he had like and, a real like sinister demeanor to him. Oh yeah, and, like that was oh, like yeah. where I'm like, oh, almost evil man. But so, like, have we ever seen him do anything like this before? I can't think of anything. But that I'm not a, mean he's. It's always been funnier roles. Yeah, I haven't really watched oh, much man. of his stuff, so I can't say. I wouldn't be surprised if he's dabbled in it, but probably ultimately in, like, yeah. comedies. But, man, this was really cool to watch him in. I was really... Um, I, I also went into this, like, not really knowing anything about it other than Jordan Peele, was, I had, like, the uh, narrator slash, like, executive producer of the show. Yeah, the um, Ron Sterling I had show, no right? idea what this yeah. was going to be about. Yeah. So I didn't expect... I didn't expect Kunail... Uh, Kum, Kumail... Oh, my God. Sorry. Kumail... Kumail and Johnny. Yeah, and Johnny to expect, show up on the show. And I really like the... I really like him. I think he's funny. He was mm-hmm. really good in the big sick so mm-hmm. like that was cool to see tracy morgan i just love to see him in anything mm-hmm. i mean we came so close to like you know you know yeah yeah don't like talking about it but that was a very tragic incident he was involved in and so just man just anytime he shows up i'm like tracy morgan hell yeah thank you um so and i really yeah hopefully like he takes more roles like this because it was mm-hmm. cool to see yeah as far as cast goes i also really liked oh i wrote down her name diara kilpatrick yes the, she the, was, the dd character I, I put that she was she was awesome i don't even know what else she's been in oh she yeah was hilarious I, dude I've she never was seen really her before. good i liked her a lot she was really like standout for for me in this and I, i'd love to see her get cast in other stuff also did anybody else think that the bartender was mac from It's Always Sunny. No. <laughs> do you know what I'm I didn't talking? catch that. Do you know what I'm talking no. about? I don't think it was. But I, he looked... I don't think it was either. I, I, I wrote about it like three times. I'm like, I think that's <laughs> Mac. I did I, not catch that at all. I, I'm pretty... I, I am debated it after the show. <laughs> and I made a note. Like, I, yeah. How, if it was him, he'd be... He'd get credit. Yeah. yeah. I, I looked in. I was like, how has nobody ever been so Mac from It's Always Sunny but not Mac? <laughs> It really messed with me the whole yeah. show. I was like, I think that's Mac. <laughs> is I'm this not. the Twilight Zone twist? This is actually, it's always Sunday in Philadelphia. It's a crossover. <laughs> um, but what did you think of like the actual show? Like other than like the actors, which I thought it was great like casting like what did you think of the of the show and everything i like the episode i the, i was getting kind of frustrated at the beginning how they kind of kept needing to like re-explain what was happening like the first couple of times he disappeared like the first two nights where something disappeared it felt yeah. like he was it's kind of like we get it yeah like they kept like having to show like him freaking out and like them being gone because i feel like after i mean it makes sense because if you if that was a real life situation, you wouldn't believe it either, and you'd yeah. want to keep testing it. It's just I don't know. Maybe it's just because I know I'm watching a TV show. It's like, can we like move the plot Fast along? This. Yeah, not like spend so much time. Yeah, with the character getting it. Kind of meandering in a sense, but like, yeah. I kind of part of me kind of liked that because like not. Every like thinking back on the original show, like not every Twilight episode, uh, Twilight Zone episode was like immediately about like some like spooky like yeah. alien invasion. Yeah, or no, 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 how to serve man or whatever. Like right. some of them were a lot more like mundane and yeah. like uh, everyday and like people kind of getting acclimated to these weird um, adjustments to their reality. So like I I know what you mean where it felt a little slow, but like I I, I was I, like, I, I I'll bite I'll see. I think it was just because because Twilight Zone originally was there were like thirty minute episodes, right? Like yeah, uh, twenty minutes. So. Yeah, whatever. Like, yeah. So I feel like this might just be because they're like, hey, we can do an hour long episode. Like let's flesh it out. Let's yeah show a little more of like the characters and like what they're going through. So I get it. Yeah. Like it's the first time they're doing a show 
the show at this length. So it's like, yeah, sure. Yeah. You can. I felt like once it got past that, like the show was good. So I didn't yeah. sit there stewing on it for very long. I think it picked up, definitely. Yeah. It picked uh, up, and I really like just his slow descent into fuck it. Let's just ruin everyone I've ever known and just do it for me. I thought it was such an interesting character, just how quickly he just totally gave into it. Yeah. And then he acted it out really well, too. He's so talented, dude. Can yeah, he's great. Yeah. Yeah. He, he really, he really. I know you pointed out uh, it was kind of a slower transition to him to becoming that kind of monster, but I think I think what you guys all said is kind of accurate. Where it's like you don't fully he doesn't fully appreciate the power he has until he starts going hard against people he actually knows and dislikes, and starts going against all the people that he came to school with and everything else. I was like, okay, this is I get the annoyance of it, but I was like, okay, I get it. Just, they're showing what some rational person would be yeah. like. Right. This is. This shouldn't be happening. Yeah. Why is this happening? I need to make sure I'm not crazy. Yeah. yeah. I'm like, I... it doesn't really hit him until uh, he makes David disappear. I feel like that's when the house of cards starts to like tumble for him. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah, then... definitely. But I think I think Camille did a really good job. At some points, I did think he was a bit too ridiculous. But maybe that was just the descent and the madness of the character. You so, mean when he'd get really uh, like flustered on stage during the uh, yeah. during the stand back? Yeah. I get it. Like he, he's probably like mentally having a breakdown. He just doesn't know it yet. Yeah. Um, yeah. And so, then good though overall. I did kind of like the um, you know like the kind of altruism gone wrong kind of trope that like the Twilight Zone really plays yeah. with a lot where it's like oh yeah. you can tap into like this like supernatural like other dimensional thing what do you do and then like yeah he like banishes the bullies and everything and um, mm-hmm. people that like picked them on college and high school or whatever but then it's like it's not yeah. enough I thought it was crazy too like the neo-nazi thing like when he did that that flopped but like and I was like I don't know cuz it's it, cuz he it wasn't his he doesn't know that yeah, guy cuz it really played to like I mean the whole thing was like really interesting about like how it's like how even like today like living like this public life and put like if you're like a celebrity even like if you live very publicly or even like everyday people you know putting everything on instagram or twitter and stuff that personality of it is what sells and it's crazy that like when it's like somebody that like undeniably he sees on the bus this dude with like all the ss tattoos and Mm -hmm. like i don't know that's just it, 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 it just i think that was like kind of the most like damning commentary of the episode where it was like wow like it's it's really just like this living publicly thing that like you know like tracy morgan's character says like everybody's eating that up you put that person i don't know so commodity yeah but how does that relate to the nazi like the neo-nazi like well because he he got on stage and he was like yeah and he tried to yeah and then like it's nothing happened because it wasn't him because that's like the number one issue that it's like yeah that guy should be banished that guy should be gone and it didn't matter yeah i don't know that was just that was just like oh my god because i really thought that it was going to take a different turn and then like it's just like wow that's kind of cold and that really spoke to like kind of like the whole morally compromising element where it's like yeah it's just cold that that didn't do anything and that's Mm -hmm. messed up really interesting i thought do you have other thoughts rob any other standout moments I did like the ending, kind of like the throwback to almost like a, a shining situation with him in the picture. Um, yeah, that was pretty cool. Yeah, mm-hmm. uh, I like that. I, no, I like that I, I, twist I, kind of reveal. Yeah. So like, I don't know. I think it was a solid entry. It definitely has me wanting more. But 
It doesn't have, I, I like Jordan Peele, but it doesn't have me want, want more enough to go and subscribe to the All Access Another service. service just, yeah. Right. I'm just, I'm not interested. Although I do, I am interested in the next episode that came out uh, the same day. Um, Danger at like 30,000 feet or whatever. Yeah, I don't know exactly it's, what it's, it's a, a remake, remake of yeah. the William Shatner episode. Right. Oh. Kind of. It's, 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 it's a, a nightmare remake. at uh, 30,000 feet. Yeah. Yeah. It's a modern remake, but it's got, um, who is it? Adam, Adam Scott. Scott. Yeah. Adam Scott, but Chris uh, Dimatopoulos. The, he was from uh, uh, Silicon Valley and um, The Office later He's seasons. Boom oh, Brian. Gabe. Oh, really? Boom Brian. No, no, no not Gabe. Boom Brian. Oh, oh yeah, boom, boom, Mike hot yeah, boom yeah, Mike yeah. guy. Oh, yeah. the one He's that in Pam, Silicon Valley. The one that. Yeah, you he plays um, Ross Hanneman. Oh, okay. Yeah, if you've not seen, he's, yeah. he's like the douchey yeah. Silicon Valley guy, the like caricature trope. uber billionaire that constantly is losing yeah. his fortune and getting <laughs> it back. The, he's okay. the three comma club. Okay, yeah. okay. <laughs> no, um, I enjoyed it though. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't. Yeah, like you said, I probably won't get the streaming subscription. I'm not really like on the market right now to sign up for anything new. Uh, if it was around, I would love to watch it. If it like aired on TV or something ever, I would definitely try to go out of my way to catch it. But like really like just to see Jordan Peele as the uh, Rod Sterling type character because I thought he was excellent. He just really like did a great interpretation of like that that character, that role, that like interdimensional very, tour guide, if you will. Yeah, yeah. very um, detached. Yeah, not robotic, but like it is what it is. Narrator. Yeah, Jordan, like yeah. you can tell like he's not from this setting that you're yeah. watching. Mm-hmm. Like he's somewhere else essentially. It's, it's yeah. just, the storyteller Rod Serling, mm-hmm. which is great. Mm-hmm. The narrator. That's I, it's just that's such a job. fascinating part really of like, like that Rod show. Serling. Me too. I think Rod Serling's my Alex Trebek to you. Okay, because I, I love, like I that they Alex. <laughs> Sorry, I like that they like had a credit for Rod Serling because wasn't it like yeah he created the show yeah so yeah. I just like that they kept that in there mm-hmm. yeah it's great it really really left a great legacy I'm glad that like it was like something that can still be continued and relevant today. And I think Jordan Peele's a really good person to kind of spearhead the whole thing. Mm-hmm. And speaking of uh, JP, JP, are we ready to move on? Do we want to? Yeah. From the TZ. Unless anybody else has anything to say, I, I feel think like rate it. I caught everything. I'll just say, yeah, uh, 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 really. Uh. Didn't do it for you. I thought it was too long. I know you guys already mentioned that. I think it did not need to be that long. It probably didn't need to be, and but it, some of those scenes were useless. Yeah. That's that's fair. I think that mm-hmm. the point could have been got too faster. Yeah, that's what I I know that it's just beating a dead horse at this point with all the other people reviewing it. But like, the charm of the older series was like it was very short to the point yeah. and just well executed. Even right. if it was like not great actors or but not like it was still really good. I feel like it's a testament to the story that they could get such like crazy concepts across in such a mm-hmm. shorter time yeah. frame yep. that's like why it's great yeah and i hope that they don't lose sight of that i hope that Hopefully. they i did yeah. hear that the adam scott one was like just over 30 minutes okay yeah. so I'm, it might have just been this the one season the longest, premiere so. yeah. or whatever maybe. maybe i don't know maybe each yeah. episode has a different length yeah i perhaps the last thing i wanted to say is just i really like the cinematography of this episode i feel like they did a lot of different shots and try to make it interesting to look at and not just i feel like very consistent with even the original twilight zone i feel like they had really creative yeah and great shots and 
They were really good with like enhancing the mood with the cinematography mm-hmm. on the original show, and I think this is something that really carried over. Yeah. Like something that they knew was going to be important to get yeah. the feel down. So, yeah, there I feel like they got it. There were some episodes of the original Twilight Zone where there was no dialogue. Yeah, that's right. And it was all about telling the story through, like, the way things were shot and the way people looked. That's tough to do, but they yeah. did it for a while, and I hope they kind of keep doing it with this. Dabbed on it. Because I'm pretty sure. I think it's called, like, I Shot an Arrow into the Sky. I think that one, there's no dialogue. I th- which one's? I think I know I think what you're talking it's about. It's like an astronaut. Yeah. He thinks he, like, crashes on another planet, yeah, yeah, but yeah, he's yeah, just, yeah. like, in the desert. Right, Twist. yeah. Yeah. Spoilers. I, I remember what you're talking about. Yeah. yeah. That one's crazy. Yeah. Okay. So we're anyway, good to move on. Do you want to rate it, Rob? Are we rating he, it? Rob, no, we can move on. It's Rob fine. said he wanted I, to I think, rate it. I changed my mind. I don't want to rate it anymore. Okay. No, don't let oh, us push oh, push you over. No, I'm, don't be I'm a convicted over. in my belief. Okay. I'm a pushover. I'm fine with the show not being rated. Let's <laughs> move, Let's keep going with the Jordan Peele verse with uh, us. I know every other podcast by now has already reviewed it, but... Hey, because they're better. We're we, not just any other podcast. We're worse. <laughs> hey, exactly. All right. We go at our pace. So Can you do the curb your enthusiasm theme. Beautiful. Us. So spoilers if you haven't seen us, because we're going into the plot and spoiling it because. Deep into the spider. We're going down the rabbit hole with this movie. Oh, the rabbit hole. Because. Rabbits, yeah. rabbits. So check the description for the timestamps if you don't want the spoiled. And yeah, let's get into it. Okay, um, I want to get this out of the way real quick. Uh oh. Did anybody no think that? I because I, I think I'm wrong, but I hope I'm right. <laughs> that um, let's get Jordan on the phone. Um, the um, okay, so the the credit scene, which was so creepy. That score, the score was really good. The credits, um, the beginning credits. Oh, the okay. beginning credit scene with the rabbits. Was like the, the rabbit pool. supposed to be like the, um, you know, the illusion where it's like the rabbit and then the duck? Oh, do you think maybe. that was supposed to? Did anybody else get that? I don't no. think that they could really plan on that because they couldn't control how the rabbit like moved. That and stuff. rabbit was pretty still, dude. He was still for a while, which I thought was weird. Um, I don't was, think that was the point. That's how bunnies do that. What they would just have been chill. like the metaphor behind duality? That? Oh. The duality. It's Maybe. one thing, it's another. You I... need two sides of a coin. Um, that's, oh my god, just this movie. Oh my god, guys, I love this movie. I know. I really, really, really like this movie. Because you were over yesterday and you I would not splurged about, about it. it. I l- oh, it's just so good. Well, when I came over yesterday, I got straight out of the movie. And I came know. Here. So, yeah. I don't want to burst your bubble. Oh, so good. You guys I'm not so like afraid it? to like talk to you about it. You guys didn't like it, huh? I liked it. <laughs> I just okay. wasn't blown away like you were. Really? I had my issues with it. So you had issues with it. Oh my What gosh. did you think, Rob? Eh. Ooh. No, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. No, no, no. Just <laughs> yeah, because I remember after I saw it before Cody, I wanted to talk to someone about it and I texted you I know. and you were like, It was a movie and then you didn't I didn't want to talk about it. I was like, I don't want to taint my view of it. I wanna go in fresh. I needed and to talk, talk about, about it with someone. <laughs> I know, wow, I know. You let her down. I know, I'm Usually. the worst. I thought it was very good. I, I think I think it was on par with the previous one, Get Out. I don't think it was better. I don't think it was worse. I think it was like about the same quality, which is uh, he did a very good job with Get Out. So I think it's right next to that in terms of quality. I'm having a hard time directly comparing the two. 
That's really? her. Hmm. I really am. I think that, like, his film's making style is very... He has a very signature, like, style. Mm -hmm. He really makes, like, these, like, very stylized, well-shot, like, movies. I wrote a note about this. Hold on. Yeah, like, they're just very nuanced, heavy with symbolism, really allude to a lot of pretty heavy social issues. Uh, But other than that, they kind of felt like different beasts to me. You know, they were, like, really... What the hell? Sorry, there was just, like, a ambulance coming by and it was really bright i was like what the fuck is just driving oh. by the apartment oh, there's, oh, there's, <laughs> there's two of them the, they're oh, coming for you no, i don't like that i hope everything's okay sorry tyler no i was just yeah. i was so confused no, i thought you were confused by what the, i was saying at no first. I sorry was like, i don't feel you're... like i'm saying anything that crazy he uses symbolism in his yeah. movies wait no. what symbolism <laughs> the... anyway <laughs> yeah i don't know oh man because I could go off. I disagree. About this. I I think I think Get Out had far more social commentary than this one did. Oh, I, um, okay. Because pe- oh, people people more... have drawn the. Go ahead. No, you go. I interrupted you. So I I think that I can I understand the perspective people talk about that it, the the un, the um people under I forgot the term they use for them the uh, people underground the tethered um, the tethered thank you tethered um that they were like somehow like an allegory to like you know slavery or something else or you know social issues that we've ignored in our past all that kind of stuff and i would say maybe that that's you probably could take that stretch but i think it's much different than get out where get out was um, can we it's it, can we just interject it's most people yeah. are saying that it's probably mostly class yeah like upper versus yeah. lower class not necessarily like a slavery. a slavery yeah i haven't heard that right. take i've heard I've, a lot I've of heard, different yeah. takes but i haven't heard that yet slavery um, was one that i heard first and then i heard like social issues we ignore but yeah classism i think would be the most accurate if anything if it, but i think he talked about how it could be interpreted multiple ways yeah. not necessarily yeah. in the one issue yeah it's just more like just the way people are um but i think i think just that concept was very interesting the way it was portrayed and and then the twist at the very end kind of putting it on its head and I was that that the twist at the end kind of threw me for a loop because really? like wait well no I, I knew it was coming but I was he didn't, it wasn't committed to until the very end okay like I early on when she first encounters the back of the girl's head and it cuts away and does stuff um, and the movie progresses till the very end I thought maybe they switch bots maybe there's something funky going on here if they don't make a sequel. They don't explore that more. To me, it just seems kind of like a throwaway thing. Yeah. That <laughs> that was one of my bigger gripes with it. I know we're kind of going all over the place here. But I didn't see the point of the reveal. Because, yeah. like, it showed you the reveal and then kind of ended. Like, there was no, like, consequence. Yeah, I was like, for what the, were the so, consequences to it? Well, like, the kid, the boy, like, he, he has to... He is doubting it and like he has a feeling like he it is his mom but his mom yeah. isn't who he thought well, she was here's right. right so i don't necessarily know that like that reveal had a, like a consequence that was set in motion necessarily mm-hmm. like because you know yeah i mean he her son knows that smile at the end you're just like that grin mm-hmm. like it's more like to me i i read it like you know and this, just on the surface, it's like, yeah, an acknowledgement that, like, they both kind of know her past, and, you know, it's like, we're in this together. But I really do think that, like, on a couple levels, it's like, that. nothing about that takes away the fact that, like, that's her family, mm-hmm. her yeah. kids, her life. Yeah. Yeah. And that, that she's her. It's just, you know, at one point in the movie, they said, you know, the people that are underground, the tethered, they are humans. Yeah, they are. They are right. people. They are. And they just don't have a soul. Right. Well... I would they disagree. I would disagree, because I, I thought that's I, what she said. That that they was couldn't duplicate the soul. That was the one thing that they couldn't duplicate. 
Right. Right. So but, they share a soul. Right. But like she kind of like as somebody that like made it out from underground to like regular society, like as we know it, like and as mm-hmm. like the movie portrays it initially, like she was able to leave like a functional life where she clearly has emotion. She clearly is invested in her family. She mm-hmm. clearly has like a, you know, like a like a, you know, when once she like switched places with her, she did become like a. Do you think it was person in her with nature, soul? or it was just assimilation? I think that's one of the biggest. I think it was themes. in her nature versus that's nurture. That's the question. I think it was just because um, I think I think class mobility is like one of the biggest like themes of this movie, where like you know when you're when you're underground, when you're tethered, when you're tethered to like a certain class, like you don't necessarily have like the privilege to enjoy like certain like leisures or luxuries like or like a certain peace of mind. Yeah. Like, and, and, and she tr- escaped that. She was able to, like, go into, like, not just above ground, but into a well-off family, clearly very affluent. You know, I like, she, she, she could kind of, like, overcome, like, the... Like she the... was able to go up the down escalator. Exactly. <laughs> so she, she, you know, I, th- I think a big statement of this movie is just, like, how you know, difficult, you know, it is to achieve like success and class mobility and, you know, and then like the struggles that come along with that. And I think that like her character was like, you know, if anything, like really like a, like a champion for that. And, but you know, there was struggles I disagree. that came along with it. Yeah. Well, I disagree. You got thoughts. So I, I, I like what the point you're bringing up. Cause I think it's a really good point. However, I disagree because she also exhibits kind of the worst behaviors of that kind of climbing out of your own class because she knew what she did. Yeah, but sometimes she knew you gotta that do she, some she, messed up things, man. You got you sometimes you do. Those all those it, other Does it justify it? I don't no, know. That's what I'm saying. I'm saying it, I don't know if the if it necessarily justifies it, but it is what it is. Sometimes when you gotta get up on top, you gotta, you know, go through some like you don't tell you know, those uh the, the you know, Peggy Olson and her husband with all the tattoos and whatever, you know, tell me you don't Kim think Heidegger. Yeah. <laughs> Tell me, you don't think that they might have done some shady shit to get where they got? But 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 okay, that's that's a fair point. But I, I think we're, we're talking about kind of the the uh, implications of the story itself. I think that with you know Red and then uh, Adelaide, when they swap spots, that was done with mischievous and, and malice intent. Yeah. Like she knew by swapping places, someone else was going to suffer. And so when that you know the, the the cost came time to be paid, she was not willing to own up to that fact. And I think that's why all of those deaths happens because rather than, you know, coming back for her, she chose to sacrifice Adelaide and take her spot rather than take, you know, bringing her back with her, you know, or doing some other situation where you're not, you're not stepping on other people's, you know, hand as they're clawing just for the scraps, just so you can get like another dollar. Like in that, that whole commentary of you're, you're, you're sacrificing a little person so you can make, you know, 1% more money. Yeah, if that makes if that, if that making sense, like, any sense. Adelaide is not right. a champion of some sort of cause. Like she is. Oh, I didn't mean that necessarily villain. like in a positive way. I didn't yeah. necessarily yeah. mean that like in like oh she's like the hero or anything. Yeah. it's more it well, that, is what it is. Yeah, you know? yeah, I know. definitely. I, I think they paint the the film paints her as a as a as a hero. Yeah, I might have misled. Yeah, no, it was very sinister at the end. Like when that that smile. Right. Like it was like it was mm-hmm. like yeah, that's what I had to do. Isn't isn't that like isn't that something you know like it's it's, it's something yeah no I like I don't I I might have kind of used like the wrong word there champion but like no like oh, yeah I uh, get you. but no I don't think necessarily it's like you know I don't know if she's the good guy but I think that's kind of what they're saying it's like is anybody you know 
it, it, it's it's a little it's good. kind of yeah it's kind of a more the dad like, is good area he's just He's a dad. He He's a pure dad. Oh my god! I wrote down. Uh, <laughs> uh, what did I say? Winston Duke is dad goals. <laughs> yes. So great. I really liked the dad. Yeah. He was great. He, he he was he was fun. I loved all the you, dad jokes. He did a really great job in the movie too. You saw it twice, Britt. Yes. So I mean, did the second viewing do anything? Add anything, or did it detract from your experience? Because I keep hearing people say that they want to see it a second time, and I just, I really do. I just don't know what it would add. To me, yeah. so the first night I saw it, I felt very, like, there was so much suspense and just tension mm-hmm. for me. And, you know, there was just, like, novelty of it. But then it didn't have a lot of rewatch value Yeah. to me, to be honest. Because yeah. even the first time, I didn't find myself really scared. Throughout. I just was very, oh, yeah. like, it was very suspenseful Because you to didn't me. know. I didn't know what was going yeah. to happen. There was so much tension. Yeah. And it was so great to experience the first time. Right. And then the second time, I was just like, okay, well, I know what's going to happen. I just want to pay attention if there are, like, any symbols or, like, mm-hmm. allegories or oh, foreshadowing. There, there, there was a lot of, like, symbolism and foreshadowing, yeah. but, like. Yeah, I loved it. It wasn't anything that was just like, oh my god, really? the second yeah. time. Because for me, I really want to see it a second time. Because I just think some of that stuff is so good. I'm sure you so would like good. it. Uh, what, what was that? To me, it was just like, I noticed the second time, like, the baseball game, the score was 11 to 11. Yes. I didn't catch that the first time. Just little, tiny. Just little, tiny things. I yeah. was like, oh, oh yeah. okay. But I love yeah. stuff. Yeah, there's a lot of those. There was yeah. nothing, like, mind-blowing the second time that I was just like, holy shit, that makes yeah. so much yeah. sense now. I was just like, oh, okay. Man. I think another... We spent so much time on, like, the themes, and i that's the biggest thing in the movie. Yeah. I think another issue I had with the movie is that the trailers kind of portray this as more of, like, a small-scale kind of, like, home invasion type That's what horror. I liked about I, the I, movie yeah, yeah. based, like... On the trailer, like, in your head. Like, you no, were excited. No, I was excited that it wasn't just that, because in my head, I was just like, how does this go on for almost two hours right that's kind of what i thought too i like, like that when... like they mentioned it in the funhouse podcast which i don't want to talk about that because they're they have shitty opinions they were like <laughs> they were odd they had very they were bad opinions i'm was... sorry they <laughs> uh... shit on the movie for reasons that they didn't need to i'm yeah. a little scared to know I don't uh, want to get into it. It was just it. like I don't nitpicky stuff. Nitpicky just very stuff nitpicky. where i was like okay. you can complain about the movie but that's not worth complaining about I anyway. have a whole Anyways. thing about nitpicking culture. I'm not even going to get into it on this podcast, but anyway. The one opinion of theirs <laughs> that I wasn't annoyed about was like, they. I feel like Jordan Peele kind of blended a bunch of different horror genres yes. into one. Oh, for sure. Like it was like home, home invasion, invasion, zombies, the... slasher films. Yeah. Like, mm-hmm. I thought it was great in that aspect. Yeah, me too. Like, it was a great homage to all these different kind of horror films while still being like his kind of style. What I was going to say just about the home invasion, it's just that I feel like once they kind of left that genre and they kind of like did the big fight scene in the friend's house. Yeah. Oh, shit. I love that scene. That was great. It was, that was a very intense scene. I feel like that. NWA. That uh, was, uh, I didn't care about that. Oh, what? I thought that was great. Uh, I did not expect that. I I just don't know what that added to the scene. I feel like that was an odd song choice for let's murder our that's, friends that's clones the joke. yeah yeah like i same with the good vibrations thing. yeah was that was kinda, yeah, i like I that song it. better i want to watch elizabeth moss dying to that yeah i feel like that <laughs> that song should have played during the entire scene i uh, like i don't know i like the i like the gag there i, I do was, think um, the i did if i like good the whole, vibrations the had pulled or had played the whole time it would have been a little more like 
uncomfortable. Yeah, exactly. Like, I wish it would have gone on, but I did appreciate the NWA joke. Yeah, it was great. Um, but I, the good vibrations was just so creepy. After that scene, it just kind of, like, I felt like the movie lost kind of its direction. Like, it didn't really? know what it was doing. Like, because it went off. You wanted it to say a personal attack? Kind of, because it just made less sense as they explained more of what the tethered people were doing. It, I feel like... Uh, I, that's how I felt. I get it. But I feel like a major part of the themes, I guess, again, was that Adelaide was taken and all she had left was the Hands Across America shirt. Yeah, yeah I want to talk about it. <laughs> I feel like <laughs> it became this message about these global movements that... Yes people assume are going to solve all our problems and it's just these empty gestures yes nothing gets accomplished and that's like the the tethered were rising up and killing everyone and doing the hands across america it's like it still fixes nothing that's right i wrote a whole thing about this do you think that's because i thought it would make more sense if it was a tethered person had somehow found that shirt and so they They did idea well it's she knew what it was, but do you think it's because she was a kid? And she was she a didn't, kid, and she, she didn't, didn't fully understand. Right, she didn't. she didn't understand how stupid and empty of a platitude that it is. Right, it, it's like, yeah, it was like you know, like just an early exercise in like this kind of like slacktivism. Slack, yeah, slacktivism. I actually did write down slacktivism. Yeah, because um, I'm just like, what happens yeah. now? It's just exactly it, it, like the way that world I, hunger ends yeah the way i imagine exactly it's just this very empty platitude of like just like this proposed solution but then like it turns out to be like horrific because you know the, the, the thing in and of itself doesn't really do anything to fix hunger homelessness there was so much backlash when this actually happened in the 80s about like you know people just think this is just so empty you know you got ronald reagan like linked hands and it's like you know that you are kind of part of this issue like yeah um so like yeah it's just so empty but like the way i imagined it is just like jordan peele's probably had this idea for like years where he saw Mm -hmm. this on tv as a kid and he's just like how can this like you know use like his horror influence like sensibilities to kind of spin this into like i feel like he just wrote the whole movie from here because it's it's great it's just like this like childlike you know like misunderstanding of like how empty of a uh, platitude this is just like arms across America. And it actually happens and it's horrifying. It's so unnerving when it Mm. actually happens the way that's like visualized, just like this, like childlike, like misunderstanding of it. And like, that was great. And also that kind of went along with like the whole thriller thing. Did you guys catch that? Well, I knew that like there was huge thriller themes because that was the shirt she had and like the glove and the red jumpsuit. Right. I just love that it's like, you know, she got brought down and it's like, this is all she has to go off of. These are like the things like connecting her to like the up up above world. And that's what she's like framing her whole point of like her Her whole whole worldview. Yeah. And I think it's just incredible. It's like a statement like hands across America, like about like this like philanthropic. Oh my gosh. Yes. Just misunderstanding. And then like the whole thing with like thriller, like thriller is like such like a movement and it's like what did i write down it's like michael jackson just in general as a figure in this movie kind of like underlying the whole thing like i read an interview with like jordan peele where he's like michael jackson's probably like the patron saint of duality and with duality being like the whole theme of this movie 
this, oh my gosh, it just blows my mind. It's like such a statement on like consumerism, like Michael Jackson, like wearing that red jacket. That is like the glamorous vision of like people be like, okay, like maybe like people like that aren't on that tier of like hike, you know, like of wealthiness and fame. It's like, that's what making it looks like. You got that red jacket, you got the one glove. And when everybody comes up from above ground to take over the world, what are they wearing? The red jacket, the one glove. Oh my gosh. Us. <laughs> Jordan Peele. The end. He puts the work in. He it's really does so put the work good. in. It's so good. Okay. And, uh, and, and yeah, just. Do you need a cigarette? Yes. <laughs> oh man. Yeah, it just I guess it just didn't impact me as much like I don't know, it just didn't seem like this crazy connection to me. Maybe it's just cuz I wasn't I was it turned out different than I expected and so I was let down because of that. I guess might be the biggest reason why I'm not having as strong of a reaction yeah. to the movie as you were. I don't think anyone can have as strong as a reaction as Tyler right now. I do oh, have sorry. Eddie's opinion. Okay. Because he was supposed to be on, but he really liked it too. I can skim through what he said. Okay. While you're doing that, da, 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 da. while you're doing that, guys, I got five on it. Five and five. See, you guys... I still don't get that. Okay. So you know what that song's about, right? Drugs. Drugs. It's about drugs. Don't do drugs. <laughs> don't do drugs. So funny. But no, so like, <laughs> you guys really don't know that no. song. It's so about drugs. It's about going in five and five on like a like a. They're splitting the cost of the drugs. Right. Yeah. They're going in on like a on on like the the sack together. You know. So mm-hmm. like. Yeah. They're five, splitting the five. cost of the drugs. Right. Five, five. I got five on it. Duality, bringing the two sides together, yeah. and then five was all throughout the movie, dude. Like there were like fives everywhere. Things were in five. I was counting one scene where there are five porta potties on the beach, stuff like that, and then the Roman numeral for five V everywhere, dude. The rabbit ears, the scissors, the paper dolls. There were signs in the background. <laughs> Tyler, Just, you're going, you're going now a little, a little hard. There. I think you're, you're no, uh, I am invoking not. J- Jim no, Carrey. I, I think you're in the number twenty-three. No, I'm Everything, sure some of that is intentional, but I think you're giving Jordan Peele so it. much credit. All you're of it was him a lot of credit. That's because he deserves I, I, it. Nothing in this movie. I, I think he deserve a lot of credit, but like, I don't think he even thought that far into this. Nothing. I think it's the 11, 11, 11 Jeremiah, I think that one was intentional. And the five, I, I think, is probably more. the episode with that situational. Reading. You wanted to read the verse. Read the verse. Yeah. I Can I know. talk about Eddie's opinions? Yes. yes. <laughs> he started saying, "I was really surprised that a lot of people didn't like it. Not sure what most audiences like this? were expecting. A lot of people are like, eh, it's about it. Back and forth. He said it felt like a long Twilight Zone episode, and that's what I've come to take as his style. You can tell it's a big nod to old school cheesy horror thrillers, especially with a very opening shot." You can see some VHS type VHS tapes of old eighties movies like Chud, yeah. which deals with creatures that come from the sewer. Yeah. yeah. I didn't know that. Mm-hmm. Chud. They had like a uh, copy of like the right stuff. There was like what else was on? He said, Love the script. I think Lupita absolutely killed it, which yes. everyone is in agreement on. Just go ahead and yeah. give her the Oscar. Uh, he said, Not a perfect movie at all, but I enjoyed what I saw. I gave it an eight point five out of ten shitty boats that you have to hit to start. <laughs> the boat. Oh my god, what was it called? The crawdaddy? I prefer His was Crawdaddy, and then uh, the other one is Biatch. Yeah, Biatch. That was so stupid. I loved it. It's so fucking funny. Yeah, that was great. I was so glad that Eddie mentioned the VCR and like all the tapes and stuff. Yeah. Cause just like that beginning, just it, just the cinematography was so great. It was shot so well, mm-hmm. and like even that beginning like scene with like the TV just playing. 
Like, it I, just already told a story on its own. Like, all the commercials, all the, that's like, That's the one stuff. thing about the fun... Or was it the funnels? No, YMS. The YMS review. He yeah. talked about that opening scene, how that did such a good job of telling you, like, this is a different time period and yeah. this is a different place. And then they still continue to say, like, present day. They, like, still make it a point to, like, yeah. be like... What bothered me is they did the Hands Across America thing, and it said 1986 on the commercial. And then they did, like, a commercial for the Santa Cruz boardwalk. Right. And then the literal next scene yeah. was them on the boardwalk, and it did subtitles of Santa Cruz 1986. Like, yeah, we fucking know. And then when it went to present day, where it's clearly, like, time has passed, it's, like, present day. And it's, like... They didn't need to do that. He did such a good job of just letting us figure that out yeah i I don't know why that's like a thing now like because like even like even like in the avengers movies they'll do that where like they're clearly on a different planet or whatever like i i'm really i'm kind of with you i'm really not a big fan of just there being like subtitles at all in movies unless it's kind of like in an ironic sense where they're kind of like making like meta jokes about it uh i think with like avengers and stuff it's probably just to be like hey look it's a planet that you probably heard of no doubt about that tell you what planet it's also for people like me that like haven't seen like half of those movies and then the only time it was unnecessary was when it was like earth well that that was was funny yeah that was a joke i think in relation to like time it's because those movies don't make such an effort to like show you this is a different time period this is the 80s and this movie mm-hmm. did, but then they still felt the need to... Yeah. I thought it was a little bit, like, I don't know. Like, if that's the one thing about the movie, man... A, that's then... a nitpicky thing. Yeah. It's, it's a like, very nitpicky doesn't thing. doesn't need to be a thing. But I get it. Like, that's the one nitpicky thing where I'm like, yeah, that's yeah. that's kind of a weird decision to make. Yeah, I did remember watching it and being like, okay, I, I didn't need that subtitle, but whatever. But I don't know, man. Like, that that that, that was not even, like, an that's issue a minor for thing. me. Yeah, yeah that... Um, I just, I'm just not a big fan of that in movies in general, but you know what? I bet that was like a studio thing. I, you know, it wasn't Jordan's decision. I don't think so. I don't think we're friends. I can call him Jordan. Anything that isn't his decision. I just blame who distributed the movie. Probably like, was it like Warner brothers or monkey paw productions? That's him. Monkey paw. That's him. I don't know. I think Blumhouse was involved. Yeah. 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 Yeah, It was. I didn't realize that the same people that produce this also produce a black, uh, black Klansman. Mm-hmm. Did you know that? Yeah. I didn't realize that because I knew Jordan Peele produced it, but I didn't realize that it was like Blumhouse as well and whoever the other guy is. Yeah. Yeah. Universal same. distributed it. Universal. Yeah, that was Universal, dude. Of course, Universal would put subtitles on the movies. <laughs> Are you kidding? Universal. Universal does it too. The, the the for the logo, the big Earth shows up and it says Universal. So yeah, you know it's Universal. The it's the universe. <laughs> you don't need to put the subtitle there. Rob, what other opinions yeah. do you have? <laughs> Oh, well, Rob's hot takes because yeah. you said you were bullying. Uh, I, 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 no, I, I honestly thought it was a very good movie. I didn't have any really like major outstanding issues other than like that that thing at the end where I was like, "What does this add? Is it add any value to it, or is it just more like a ooh spooky kind of twist?" I don't know. I thought it was good. I think I think we can keep dissecting it. But I think at the end of the day, I enjoyed it. I, if they made a sequel on the same, in the same uh, universe, universe or you know whatever. I'd be interested to see kind of what that looks like, and if there's more people like Red and Adelaide. Where there's no way they they're doing a places. sequel. I hope not. Well, Lupita Nyong'o said that she's not going to do one, but Jordan Peele did not say he wasn't going to do there's one, no so way. it's more along the lines like a maybe. He doesn't need one. But I'm not, I, maybe yeah. he doesn't need like, one. Maybe he'll pull a Shyamalan and like release a movie in 20 years that's yeah. in the same universe. Oh, my God. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's like the aftermath. Uh, but no, it was good. I liked it. I'd watch it again if uh, – if I could watch it again, having not seen it, I'd watch it again. I would probably, because I've been wanting to watch Get Out again, mm-hmm. and I haven't seen that since I saw it in theaters, and I feel like that's a Same. good enough time separation to really enjoy it a second time. 
Whereas if I watched Us again so recently, like Britney did, I feel like the shine would come off. So probably wait. Yeah. Um, another scene I wanted to just bring up that you kind of like pointed out the similarities. Brittany, you mentioned how the like big climactic battle scene where it's the two clones fighting each other and it's shooting back and forth it's between really just like, like a dance. Yeah, so it's like a dance, and then the five on it orchestra is building. You said it so reminded good. you of Annihilation, and I feel like that was a very good In a comparison. Wow. I like that. It's In a loose way. I like yeah. that. Because that, that almost reminded me, Annihilation reminded me of like kind of like a dance as well in the sense that it seemed mm-hmm. very choreographed. Oh my God, that's such a good illusion. That's really Thanks. cool. Yeah. I also loved Annihilation. Mm-hmm. I uh, didn't love Annihilation except for that scene. I learned to love Annihilation. At first when I saw it, I was like, I don't know. But like now... Uh, now that scene I, was great. Yeah. Anyway, yeah. I just think like how that's, blaring yeah. the music was and how haunting it was and just like the movements were so like... Yeah. Like Adelaide would move so like disjointed and like Red would be so graceful. So nimble. Just like yeah. oh fuck. And I Prancing that was... towards that Oscar. Yes. I also like that scene was <laughs> almost kind of a letdown to me too because there was just what? building like dread. I was like oh Adelaide's gonna lose. Like Red's gonna win and she's gonna like take her place again. Like that's what I was anticipating just because I felt like that's what the scene was kind of conveying. Like Red totally had this fight under control. Like she wasn't being touched. She kept, like, nipping at Adelaide, and then it's just the music building and building. I was like, she's just going to lose, and that's that's how it's going to end. The way that I kind of wrote that off was just, she forgot that they're the same. They think the same. Mm-hmm. So she could, she figured out she was going to come from that way. I don't know. That's just the way I wrote it off. Yeah. It's, like, acceptable. Like, they, they have, they're the same person. Yeah. And another instance where that came into play is when the son, like, forced the clone to walk oh backwards. Oh my god, the scene looked so good. That was a good scene. It looked cool, but the cinematography why, looked great. Just why like did the that... contrast of the color and everything. They were still really tethered. Okay. Like they yeah. showed you that in the closet scene when right. he would like do the mask, lift the mask yeah. up and down. Like yeah. they were still had this like strong connection. Right. Where, but like it... everyone else was able to like kind of separate themselves and untether yeah. themselves. Right, because like they were both kind of like I, I attribute it to like kind of like the age possibly. I do too. Okay. Yeah. I think it's like they're both kind of like youthful and yeah. Okay. Still like kind of gonna not really think of it at a different level that everybody yeah. else was. Yeah. Like I just thought it was kind it... of there's that kind of like childlike mimicry that's still gonna be there. I just feel like. It goes from showing them, like, touching their hands and lifting and dropping their masks to, okay, now I'm going to make you walk backwards into fire and kill yourself. At that point, it's like he probably didn't even think about the fire. Exactly. He was just like, this Get is away. what I have to do. Yeah. Right. Yeah. No, That's I mean, it was just... his whole life has been. Yeah. Yeah. It was just... That's kind of how I interpreted that as well. Yeah. Man, so good. And that was just a good-looking scene, too. Mm-hmm. Just like the... I like how in the trailer, fire. they have it in reverse, so it looks like he's walking out of the yeah. fire. Do they do that in the yeah. trailer? Yeah. Yeah. It looks oh, like man. he's like coming out of the fire, but nope, he's going in yeah. that bad boy. I kind of I like when they trick us into trailers like that. I'm like, mm-hmm. ah, you got me. You know, mm. uh, that's going to probably be all of Endgame. Yeah. <laughs> but, um, yeah. no, I, <laughs> but, I, but I like what? I like that. I didn't realize that. I don't mm-hmm. remember that. Because mm-hmm. I kind of remember seeing in the scene in the trailer, but I don't remember it reversed. Yeah, it's like reversed in slow motion. I purposely tried not to like pay too much attention to the uh, trailers for we this movie. We just kept seeing movies, so I kept seeing it. Yeah. You got anything else, Tyler? <laughs> oh, man. I, the just, last just, thing I want to yeah. say, sorry. Yes. How um, dare you? Elizabeth Moss's tethered 
is probably my favorite oh my performance gosh. of hers her ever. Laughing into the l- cry, like the silent scream that into was a laugh. so creepy. Just like great that acting choices. That entire scene of hers was just amazing. That gave me chills. Yeah, that was great. I'm getting chills thinking about it. Um, I, also I hear Rob. Doug, T- uh, Tim Heidecker as a uh, character. Oh, that was a great cast because, like, you, he, him as as a as a, as a comedian is always fun. But like, his the creepy factor of his like tethered. I was like, I'm uncomfortable yeah. now. Yeah, mm-hmm. and I, I just like the attention to detail where the tethered was walking like a drunk person. Yeah, because he's always yeah. done that. That's what he thinks yeah. walking is. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Just I love that. Just like the detail that like Jordan yeah. Peele put in, just really translated over to the actor's understanding of not only their characters but also the tethered version of all their characters. Like it's just, it's just you could tell it was just such a like a, just like a labor of love. Just like the just for the craft of like filmmaking and acting that all of these actors could just like so tap into that. Just because like. I mean, I have had acting experience myself, like, you know, high school years ago or whatever, but like... You've been in short no, films. But, what was that? You've been in short films. Oh, yeah, that's right. Yeah. Eddie. Um, <laughs> that's after high school. Hey. That was after high school. Yes. Um, Shout out to Eddie. Out again. of retirement. Shout out to Eddie. Um, but no, like just, you know, like when, when, when you're doing that, you just think of like so many different aspects of your character and you know, just like different circumstances and you kind of have to go through a lot of different trial and error to get to the decisions that you're going to make when you actually are on stage or on screen. And so just, just the amount of just like character research, I'm sure all of these actors had to do. I just have so much respect for that. And it it, it didn't just come across as just like a goofy, like monster movie. Like, Oh, I'm just going to act like the monster version of my character. Like just, no, it, it just went so much more beyond that, and I thought that was so cool. I would say it's it's partially good acting ability, but I think it's also a good directing ability, yeah. knowing when oh, to tell yeah. your 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 muse to do things a little bit differently. Not that they didn't do a good job. I think a lot of it does come to the director's like intuition. Oh, I one hundred percent agree with There's you. This I think video that's right. On YouTube, it's like a behind the scenes thing where like the first like five to ten minutes are just like. There's no, like, voiceover. It's just, like, short clips of, like, on the set. And, like, you'll see Jordan Peele directing. And it's oh, really cool. interesting. I want to watch that. And then, like, the that. last 20 minutes are just, like, interviews with each member of the cast. But, like, it's cool to see, like, the way he choreographed things and, like, directed them in yeah. the moment. Like, especially with the children. Like, they were able to execute mm. it because he's a very good director. Those kids were great. Did they? Know. I didn't care too much for the daughter. I felt like... <laughs> she was great she She perfectly embodied a teenage girl to me yeah maybe that's why i didn't like her that much (laughs) that's appropriate cody's starting to beef with teenage girls on the (laughs) i think teenage girls are the most hated group of people in america and i hate that sentiment i agree i agree i was gonna ask about the characters because you talked about how much like research they probably put into each character do you think they had to film like one side at a time like, they had to film all the Adelaide scenes, and then they could yeah. go and do all the red scenes. They kind of touch on that in the video. Okay, that, cool. Because I yeah. was really curious about that while I was watching it. I was like, this was probably so complicated to get done. Mm-hmm. I would imagine. Yeah. yeah. They kind of touch on that in that video. Okay, it's cool. Interesting. It'll be in the link dump. Like, Lupita talks about it a bit. I think, I think what she basically said is that, like, she would do one scene as... Adelaide or one scene is red and like Jordan would do the other side. That's crazy. Yeah. I would love to see like footage of him acting it out. Yeah. I don't know if it's, uh, there's nothing like that in what I saw, 
Like, it doesn't show him acting it out, but, like, she was describing, like, I wouldn't need to do any playback yeah. of me acting that other scene because I just felt it yeah, in the room. Yeah. I would love to see Jordan Peele doing, like, the bit where she's talking by the fire. Can't you just, like, imagine that? Like, him just... Cause, Touching his oh face. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah. Um, yeah. So cool. I, uh, I'll probably buy the Blu-ray for, like, the behind the scenes or whatever. Yeah. Ooh. Oh, so cool. Great movie. I'm sure we're getting close to wrapping it up. Yeah. We've been talking a while. The recording's going pretty long. Nine um, out of ten whatever. rabbits. It's a good movie to discuss. Yeah. yeah. Oh, my gosh. I think that's what he wants, and he definitely nailed that. Yes. Thank you. So anyone else have any thoughts on it, Rob? Nope. I think I covered um, exactly what I thought. Perfect. How many? How many rabbits? No, I was thinking uh, thrill, uh, t- Michael Jackson t-shirts. How many Michael Jackson t-shirts? I'd give it nine. Yeah. I was gonna. Yeah. I, I initially said eight, but I was like, just, just the fact that it's like the only thing I've been thinking about all day. I was like, man, nine. <laughs> I thought you were gonna give it a ten. Nah. What? What would make it a ten? I think that's a really good question. I don't uh, really. I. I. I do you feel like there's that... something missing that you can't put your finger on? No, I don't think. I don't think that. I just don't think. I think for me, like, if a movie's going to be a 10, it's got to, like, change film as we know it. Like, oh it has God. to be, like, a milestone-type movie that's, that's just, like, really... What's a 10 out of 10 movie to you, then? Um, I need to know. Um, you know, uh, Step It Up. How much step longer up. do you want this episode to be? <laughs> no, just, like, what is and a title. movie? Give me a title. Just a movie. That is 10 oh out of 10. Oh, my God. Off the top of my head, that's 10 I out of 10. I thought you, like, had your list. I do. I don't know where it is now. Oh. Um... Let me see. I could try to find it. You could edit out the silence. Um, what would you rate it, Britt? Or Rob? Me? If you want to uh, go first. Oh, uh, uh, so much pressure. Mm-hmm. Um, I think I like a 9 out of 10. I think it, I think it was a, a, a very solid film, and it was very enjoyable. Cody? I'd probably give it like a 7. Okay. I'm sure that's going to upset some people. Uh, I'm upset. I know you are, Rob. It's okay. <laughs> uh, I know on the Nofa show, one of them gave it a 6. Oh, which I was, oh no. But then yeah. they gave shazam fucking i'm not gonna start any you can cut it out i'm not gonna start any podcast Fuck. wars but fight if if i was listening to it and i was just surprised by those scores because they went us and then shazam i'm pretty sure on that episode and i i wanted to hear what their takes were on both and so i heard the scores from us and i was like oh okay and then shazam and i was like wow that's pretty pretty different um no but yeah. i mean us there was like 8.5, 8, 8, and I think like a 7.5, and, and then 6. So it was all very positive. Anyways, yeah, I'd probably give it like a 7 out of 10. Like I said, I was a little disappointed. I'm still trying to figure out if that's probably mostly just with me and my expectations of the movie and my expectations after Get Out. I don't, I'm still trying to come to terms with it. I thought it was a really good movie, but there's just issues with the story and just the theme, not theme, his idea of like where the story, like the setting and things like that, that. I kind of you touched wanted on. wanted to be a more like personal contained that contained like event. which kind of how Get Out was more of just like a contained thing, which I liked. So I think that's just probably my biggest gripe with it. I'd say seven and a half, eight, leaning more towards eight. Seven point seven five. Yeah. <laughs> Good movie. Better than average. I liked Get Out more, but I think it was very well done, and I appreciate Jordan Peele's artistry. I'm glad he was able to make another really good movie. Yeah. I'm glad Get Out wasn't a lightning in a bottle. So mm-hmm. I'm excited for his third movie. Because now it seems like he has a formula and he has like a style. And I feel like that's going to continue to like 
mature and change in really cool ways. He's definitely got everyone's buy-in, so. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I can't wait to see what gets nominated for the Oscars next year. Trash. Because the Oscars are trash. Yeah, forget Bohemian Rhapsody again, two years in a row. What? Bohemian Rhapsody is getting nominated again. They're going to yeah. put it back in theaters. It's like, guys, this was great. <laughs> in an effort to fight really Netflix. The best. This is as good as movies get. Just Every year, it's just Bohemian Rhapsody. I'm sorry. Oh, my gosh. They just like oh. say it real quick, best movie, Bohemian Rhapsody. Okay, cheers, supper, <laughs> bye. <laughs> All right. Like, what? For the fifth year in a row? So that's uh, 192. Thanks for listening. Again, thanks for checking out the past couple episodes. You've been very generous with the downloads. Let us know what you're liking about them, what you're disliking, what you want us to cover next. Um, next week, we're probably going to be touching on Pet Cemetery. Ooh. Too spooky. I know. Uh, we're recording this early because my mom's going to be in town this week. Yes, and, and we yes. wanted Tyler on for this episode. So Pet Cemetery is coming out tomorrow for us in our time frame. Um, so yes. on 193, we're going to talk about Probably Pet Cemetery, going over that, and maybe some Apex Legends. We might touch on that, the three of us. Okay. Maybe. Okay. And then some more topics on the way, so thanks for listening. Go to our website, chesstalk.podbean.com. Twitter, chess underscore talk, where I sometimes tweet. That's all I got to say. Do you want to have right. Madeline scream us out, Rob? I hear her yelling in no. the background. No, it's actually, there's a bunch of kids outside now, and they're screaming. And it's Why really is there a kid in your front yard? No, because there's children that live here. In your house? I'm so lost. No, like, I'm, I, my, I left my window slightly ajar, so and they're outside playing basketball again. They were, they were inside earlier. Go dunk on inside. them. Go t- I'm short. I can't dunk on anyone. Oh, that's cool. Okay. That's yeah, awesome. That's By the fine. way, I won the chess game. Yes. We just, like, stopped playing. Tyler got so into us, like... Yeah. I was just like, there, we can't keep playing this. It's fine. Can we say Tyler won by default? I won by default. Yeah. I, I thought we tried doing that once, and he didn't want that as a victory. But now he's just kind of like on a high. This is a stale mate. Yeah. yeah. Good game. Good GG. Stale hey, a tie mate. is better than nothing. Yeah. That's all it was. Yeah. Good job, Tyler. Thank you. Good job, bud. Tie. See you guys next week. Him. Bye. Goodbye. Yeah,